0: Headline News. This is your 10 o'clock news at 10... Rather, it's the 10 o'clock news on Money FM 89.3. Good morning, I'm Howie Lim. The Singapore government said yesterday that the Indonesian embassy's move to impose a new performance bond of $6,000 on employers who hire Indonesian maids here is unnecessary. In a statement, the Ministry of Manpower says it's made it clear to the Indonesian embassy and the Indonesian Ministry of Manpower that Singapore already has a comprehensive set of regulations to protect all foreign domestic workers. The statement was issued after the Indonesian embassy notified maid agents here, of the new performance bond which took effect in April. Malaysians began voting today to determine whether Prime Minister Najib Razak's ruling alliance can extend its 61 year run in power despite rising living costs and lingering corruption allegations. Voting began at 8 a.m. in Kuala Lumpur, with results expected to trickle in from 7 p.m. onward. A winner may not be known until late in the evening. Mr. Najib is under pressure to improve upon his performance in the 2013 election when his Barisan Nasional Coalition squeaked out a win while losing the popular vote for the first time. His main challenger is the 92-year-old Mahathir Mohamed, Malaysia's longest-serving prime minister, who effectively came out of retirement to try and oust Mr. Najib. According to a survey conducted by the Merdeka Center for Opinion Research, Mr. Najib's coalition is set to retain power, even though it may lose the popular vote. East Asia's major powers meet in Tokyo today to search for common ground on North Korea, while Washington's top diplomat was also expected in Pyongyang. With a focus on the North exposing differences among its neighbors, the leaders of Japan, South Korea and China will be seeking a lowest common denominator agreement in the wake of a historic summit last week between North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and South Korean President Moon Jae-in. After years of isolation and sanctions prompted by its missile and nuclear program, Pyongyang's relationship with the outside world has rapidly warmed to the point where Mr. Kim could meet US President Donald Trump over the next few weeks. And finally, Saudi Arabia has announced that June the 24th will be the day that women can start driving legally in the kingdom. The move ends a decades-long ban, the BBC's Sebastian Usher reports.
1: The decision to let women in Saudi Arabia drive was finally taken last year, and now an actual date has been announced. The move was the most headline-grabbing of a string of reforms brought in by the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. It's almost as much about boosting the Saudi economy as granting Saudi women more rights. Car sales have shot up while driving schools and other business opportunities have sprouted across the country in preparation for the historic day. Clerics who once said women were physically 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 and mentally unsuited to driving, now say their presence on the roads will improve
0: safety. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reporting. And that's the news on Money FM. Get more from the Streets Times or the Business Times.